this episode falls under the category of title document paperwork and filing with the DMV. And what we're going to talk about today is the process of obtaining a title for a vehicle that's purchased without any type of title background. For example, a buyer recently located what's commonly referred to as a barn find, and it was literally in a barn. There were two vehicles that were late 60s Ford Torino, which was a midsize uh, two-door coupe uh, that was in some cases used as a luxury car. Sometimes it was a sports car, depending on the model and the configuration. These are both Carino, Torino Cobra Jets. So they had a shaker hood. They had a certain 428 engine, very rare cars, uh, Ford T T6 transmission. Um, and the buyer or the person who had found them had discovered that this barn and this property had changed hands three or four times. The cars had been sitting there. The current owner of the barn and the property had no idea what they were. They knew they were cars. They knew they were a Ford. They were underneath all kind of debris and parts and tractor debris and, and uh, materials. And uh, they knew they were there, but they had no idea what they were or they just thought they were basically debris. So this buyer knew that they had some value and they were unusual vehicles and told the owner, honestly, look, these are interesting cars. I'd like to buy them. Obviously, they're not in good condition. They're not ready for the road. They're not um, you know, restored. I'm willing to pay a reasonable amount for the vehicles. But for a vehicle that could end up with a value of fifty, sixty, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 after an expensive restoration, don't want to purchase a vehicle without having proper paperwork. And of course, the current owner of the property would not have any documentation because they never had the title in their name. They never had the ownership in their name. So the property owners agreed that this buyer would look into methods of recovering a title for the vehicle so they could have good ownership and they agreed on a price for the vehicles should they be able to do that. And it first started with pulling the debris from outside and inside the vehicle to try to discover documents that were in the vehicle. Were there any registrations? Were the titles in the glove compartment? Were there receipts showing ownership? And unfortunately, there were no titles. There was no direct registration uh, documents, but there were some repair receipts from a service department at a dealership. There were some uh, other mail items that showed who the person who was associated with the cars were. So the next step was to search for that person. And the person who was associated with both cars, their name was on paperwork for both cars, um, was found to have been deceased. And the next step was to look for a chain of um, airship for the vehicles. Was there a spouse? Was there children? Was there relatives? And it turned out that the spouse was deceased. There were two children and both lived in uh, locations that were far removed from the area and they were both contacted. Look, we have these cars. We'd like to try to get them. And both of them said, look, we don't really care about the cars. And, um, you know, my father's been long since dead and they were, you know, in later years of their life as well, these children. 
So they didn't want anything to do with it. They had no objection, but they had nothing they could do to help. They had no knowledge of paperwork for these cars. So the next step was to look at proving the ownership of the deceased person and then trying to do some type of airship title or deceased owner title. And what was discovered as this one along was the state where the buyer was uh, going to be um, living was a state that allowed for what's called a bonded title. And you go through a process of obtaining a surety bond certificate. You sign some affidavits, how you've obtained the vehicles. Um, you present the affidavit and the surety bond and some applications to the state, to the DMV titling division, and they issue you a title. Now, when a title is issued under a surety bond procedure, there's kind of a hold on that title for some period of time. It may be three years, it may be five years, during which that bond guarantees the ownership in case anybody comes forward to claim the vehicle or say it's their vehicle. And if a person does do that, the bond you know, pays the ownership towards that person or pays the losses to that person. And the bonded title status is listed on the title document for that period of time. Once the period of time expires, three years, five years, the title is then reissued as a clear, clean, unobstructed title. So it does not say bonded anymore. And the different time periods, three years, five years, in many cases depends on the state and sometimes it depends on the value of the vehicle or the age of the vehicle. So every scenario will be different. But once this bonded title process was evaluated and investigated, the buyers or the buyer of the vehicle got documentation from the sellers declaring they were the owner of the property, copy of the deed. They were signing over these vehicles, declaring that they were on the property. Um, they had found the serial numbers and applied for the bonded title. Once the bonded titles were or the bond certificates were issued, they applied to the DMV and they had titles for the vehicles. Now, fortunately, the restoration of these two vehicles was going to take a year and a half to two years anyway. So during that time, the clock was ticking on this bond countdown. They still had a title. It wasn't that they had to wait to own the vehicle. They owned the vehicle. And then the restoration was complete. Turns out there were rare vehicles. One of the vehicles was an unusual combination of options. Um, that was one out of 80 or 90 vehicles of that combination of color and option packages and, and different features. Uh, the other one's a little more common, but because of the fact they were very similar, a lot of the restoration and the hardware that was necessary could be done in bulk. They, matter of fact, they did two simultaneous, what they call a rotisserie restoration. They put the car on a big rotisserie. It rotates around and they can access all the panels of the car. Because the Vehicles were stored relatively indoors, out of the rain, out of direct sunlight, out of uh, moisture. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of um, chronic damage. There wasn't you know, excessive rust on, on uh, frame parts or floor panels. And the restorations were very successful. Fast forward a few years, this particular client was able to restore both vehicles and the restoration cost was in excess of $40,000 for the two vehicles. They took the less rare of the two vehicles, 
presented it through one of the major auction houses, you know, like Barrett Jackson or Mecham or whatnot, and was able to sell that vehicle for in excess of $50,000. So by selling that vehicle, they covered their cost of the restoration more than covered their cost of purchasing the vehicles and ended up with the second vehicle, which was much more rare for zero net cost. Actually, they had money left over in their pocket. And this was done due to the research and investigation of the title history, which is something we do quite a bit, and presenting that history to the bonding agency so they would successfully write these bonds without objection. And once the surety bonds were issued, then you can approach the DMV to issue a title. So barn fines in many cases are a good thing because they're a rare vehicle that may have been out of circulation for a long time, but because they've been out of circulation, in many cases, the paperwork is also out of circulation. And as much as you need to restore and repair the car, you also need to restore and repair the documents, the title, so you have a title in your name. And that is the story of the twin Torinos that ended up being a $10,000 plus windfall plus a free vehicle for the client that took their time to investigate properly and execute the right paperwork.